0: And welcome to the Counter-Attack Podcast, special edition. I'm here with James Big to talk about David Moyes getting the sack. He hasn't gotten it yet, but it's coming. (laughs) You just fired him on the spot right there. (laughs) It's weird because everyone knows, kind of, right? We all know it's coming, but the club just issued no comment, so I think it'll drag out for a bit longer. James, I guess the idea, we've talked about this before,
1: we didn't think they'd do it. No, the timing is a bit surprising. Really? If it happens, of course, let's you know let's add Practice that little caveat that, right, that right. it's still press speculation. And I wouldn't read too much into the fact that United haven't commented because typically this wouldn't be a place where the club would comment anyway. You never comment on the Fair. future of your manager one way or the other, likewise of kind of transfer speculation because you end up painting yourself into a corner. That being said, It's both surprising and not surprising. United's form this season by their own standards has been god-awful. They were hugely disappointing again at the weekend at Everton. The fact it was Moyes returning to his old club, I think, was an added souring point for United fans and probably David Moyes personally, I would guess. So it's no real surprise to hear that it's you know the United faithful in the boardroom are now starting to run out of patience. Um, I'm sure they wouldn't have wanted this news to leak out necessarily at this point. If they were going to pull the trigger, they'd probably want to do it on their own terms. But hey, I mean, listen, maybe they want to move quicker rather than later. and Maybe they still think there's an outside chance of qualifying for Europe, although Champions League is gone now. So whether or not Europa League would be a, a wanted distraction, I'm not sure it would be.
0: It's interesting because I think uh, there's a lot of speculation going on around, especially on social media, as there always is. But so we hear that Ryan Giggs will be the take uh, t- caretaker manager, which is interesting because the the rumors of Giggs leading the insurrection in the dressing mm-hmm. room that just compounds things. There's also the, the the idea that this was decided weeks ago and they were just waiting for United to get knocked out of the Champions League because they couldn't justify doing it then. Mm-hmm. The problem is, and there's a number of stats out there that you can you can find, but just to run off this, the first time Everton beat Man U home and away since 1969-70, worst home record over in a decade, first time Everton and Liverpool won the double against United, first ever home defeat to Swansea, first home defeat to Newcastle since 1972, failed to qualify for the Champions League for the first time since 1995,
1: guaranteed their lowest ever points tally, it does. It's not a great roll of honour, is and it? And there's more. And there's more. It just. And I just... think it. It kind of go. It almost goes beyond the results. Yeah. You know, when you when managers are fired, typically, you know, it always usually follows a poor run of form. But I think what the board usually look for is whether or not that the dressing room is still united, whether or not the long term vision is still in place. And my suspicion is the board have looked at the situation at United and said, you know what. The players are no longer behind the Moyes vision. There's too many. It's a fractious dressing room. That was kind of alluded to. The fact that you had people like Paul Sculls, who, let's be honest, isn't at the club anymore, but would still be pretty well wide in. He's good oh, yeah. baits, mates oh, yeah. of Giggsy. When he goes on national television, as he did a few weeks ago, and pretty much tore United apart. And that's Paul Scholes, who's a very quiet man, is not known for making his opinions known. You've got to think that was probably a little bit of brinksmanship, maybe on behalf of his old buddy Giggs. He just sort of put the the cat among the pigeons. That suggests to me that it's not a united dressing room, pardon the pun. And if Giggs gigs takes charge, that's going to be the effort to kind of reunite the players for maybe to try and at least finish those last few games on a bright point, reunite them and at least put the club in a different, in a, in a stronger situation so when the new guy comes in place in the summer, he can really start afresh. And that's, I
0: think, if, if you listen to Gary Neville do on the broadcast yesterday, he was downright despondent you could hear him at times but he was also very very blunt and very scathing and the fact that skulls came out and said that stuff and you know they're still talking gigs on the regular mm-hmm. that gives the insurrection idea a little more uh, more juice that being said though it's unfortunate because I don't think David Moyes deserved to get lambasted by Everton fans yesterday I think that was in poor taste if you offer that job to any manager in the world they will
1: take it and also my recollection is that when Moyes announced he was leaving the Everton fans were pretty good about it. I don't recall there being too much insurrection. And just, and just to compare
0: what uh, United has done since Ferguson left, in terms of setting up a club for a, a good future, you can argue that David Moyes did plenty for Everton, He's, and it's still paying off right now. For sure. Whereas United, let's be serious here, a lot of these players are just not good enough. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think, think this yeah.
1: this is a big point. That's the bottom line, right? It's, you've also got to pour a portion some blame to the previous regime. It was almost kind of like, you know, it's like you know you're leaving a job in a few months and maybe you kind of subconsciously down tools. I'm not convinced, you know, let's be honest. And you can't blame him. Ferguson wasn't necessarily feet, planning feet out the next being, five years.
0: Feet were being put up is what you're for saying.
1: For sure, I think so. And yeah, I can't really blame him. I mean, if, one thing, if it's one thing Ferguson was really good at, that was forward planning and ensuring that when the, next, the, the current crop of players gets too old or moves on, he's got the next crop ready to move in. The last couple of years, we haven't seen that with United. We haven't seen kind of the like-for-like replacements as we did previously when people like you know Van Nistelrooy left and then Van Persie came and we haven't seen that kind of similar um, con- continuity so that's left Moyes of a really uphill battle I mean you look at that team now I mean they are a team of mere mortals which you know it sounds like it's stating the obvious but when you look at the Liverpool team and how dynamic and how good they are expressing themselves with the football I mean some of the stuff they played at the weekend was pretty scintillating frankly United just don't have that anymore. They look, they don't. They look short of ideas and attack, and that's something you've never been able to throw at the feet of United. For sure, and I think players like Vidic and Evra—not to say they checked out, but they
0: both know they're leaving. Evra has been just atrocious right. this year, and Vidic as well. For an name, probably won't be back either. And then that compounded with the injury to Van Persie, and then the players who were just
1: not like. Kagawa, why doesn't he play more? Uh, Maybe. Maybe he's just not good enough. Maybe. But then again, you also look at, you know, he he got more game time under Ferguson last year and actually didn't do too badly in the games he played in, but he's kind of been frozen out a little bit. But then again, that comes down to the point only the manager can pick the team. Maybe he just isn't cutting the mustard at that level anymore. It just, but it looks like there's a lot of disharmony. They don't look like a team any longer. They're a team of individuals. Listen, I think
0: this is, this had to happen in the sense that. Things are going poorly, and it was Moyes probably wasn't cut out to, to lead a club like Manchester United. But the way the club has handled this, I don't know why they gave him a six-year contract as in who. The replacement for Sir Alex Ferguson is not going to be there for six years. He it never, makes no sense He never was going to
1: be. It makes no sense to me why, and it was the case with Newcastle and Alan Pardy not too long ago as well, That's right. why are you offering a guy who would probably walk over broken glass to take <laughs> that position? He'd pay you to possibly do the job. Correct. Six years is, is an eternal. I know you want to protect your long-term investment, but really, when you're Manchester United, where else is that guy going to go apart from potentially like a Barcelona or Real Madrid? So you've got to think the opportunities of losing your manager because he's done well to another team to be pretty, I think a pretty big outside bet. You don't need to tie them down to that length of time. That just seems that kind of length contract is completely crazy to me.
0: And I think the the sinister part of this is that the reason it's leaking this way is so that they can get moisture resigned, so they're not on the hook for all that money. Eventually, they'll probably come to some sort of settlement. But that's that's a pretty skeezy thing to do, I think. And everything, everyone involved in this, from what happened yesterday with the Grim Reaper being there mm-hmm. and just being like, this is. This is embarrassing. Like, what has happened to yeah. this club in such a quick time? We look to the future. Uh, the names being bandied about: Jurgen Klopp, Diego Simone, Good luck. Mm-hmm. They're not coming. They're not coming to Man United.
1: Not even Klopp. You think, even though he's lost some key players and maybe has taken see what, them as far as he can. But look at Dortmund right now, and they're they're
0: enjoying a resurgence. And Gundogan's going to stick around. He signed an extension. I think Klopp is seeing. Uh, all his hard work in a really negative year, where a lot of injuries affect that team, he's going to stick around. Atletico Madrid, why would you leave there mm. for a non-Champions League club
1: and try and her- this Herculean task of bringing United back to respectability? The other, the other way to look at it though, potentially, is if you're going to be following someone, you don't want to follow Alex Ferguson. Following, you want to follow David Moyes. That's very true. That's and he's also true. whoever comes in. It seems pretty apparent that the United board are going to back him to the hilt with a lot of money this summer so the promise of kind of a big war chest a huge club still one of the biggest clubs in the world make no mistake about it huge revenue generator um, massive fan base huge history attached you know being a Manchester United manager still cover you know has a lot of kudos in the game I, I still think it is will be one of the most sought after positions in in world football regardless of not whether they qualify for Champions League this year no it's fair and I think
0: the The odds on favorite is Louis van Gaal, but I'd be concerned if I were anyone that he's really open about his mm-hmm. next job when he's still got some stuff to do with the, the Dutch over there in Brazil. That being said, he seems like a guy for two years just to to help bridge the gap. The dark horse and in a perfect world this would happen because the the headlines would be endless, but...
1: Do we also think there's some brinksmanship there that maybe Van Gaal has been tapped up by some other clubs? Spurs, for
0: example, have well, been mentioned. And- apparently, Van Gaal's representatives are emailing people, trying to feed these rumors as well. So I think there's a bit of a I heard of a secret meeting with United a couple of weeks ago. Right. The dream would be Jose Jose Mourinho is, leaves Chelsea for United, and that just becomes yeah. a thing. But let's be serious here. I think. I think that ship has sailed. If yeah. it were gonna happen yeah. it would have happened, you know, last summer. And and he knew he knew not to take that job right
1: after Ferguson left. Yeah. No one no one was was going to thrive the way Fergie did, obviously. I but... mean let's let's put that into some context. I mean David Moyes had a real poison chalice there. That was an impos I, I still I still say it was an impossible task to follow Alex Ferguson. less so like it, for example, Arsene Wenger. Say Wenger goes in the summer. That's less now because Wenger's stock has been For increasing sure. over For the last sure. couple of years. Ferguson was came out of it. They as just won the champion. title. They, they won, won the title. title. Right. That's a, such a difficult act yeah. to follow anyway. The pressure was always going to be on him. Um, yeah, it was tough, man. That's a, that was a tough role to take on, but now it's, it looks the, like in it's in the end game. The banner, the chosen one. See, that's unfortunate. Everything and I... <laughs> about it was just... Uh... When you make a banner with the chosen one, on it, you, you should really wait, I would say. Let's let give it, win it a few something, months. Right? Win yeah, something. Let it mature a little bit. Then you can put the chosen one up when he's won the double or something like that. But yeah, the chosen one, uh, no, you, you're kind of giving yourself enough rope to hang yourself up there, I would say. <laughs> but what do we think? If you're a United fan right now, are you kind of relieved to see this news coming out? Are you kind of like, well, you know what? We should give him till the summer. The general consensus I see is this should have really, happened earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think
0: for the, it seems to be relief. It seems to be anger. It seems to be what a shit show this has become. With all of that said, it's almost a little too perfect that Ryan Giggs will be the guy for the mm-hmm. last three games, po- reportedly, and then they try again and they do better, and they have to do better because the, I don't, I don't think this, this would get any worse, really. No, not, I mean they got not nothing for to lose. Not yeah. for a club like that. So we'll see. Uh, well, I'm. I'm assuming the the news is gonna one way or the other. It's gonna go down very soon because the, I don't. You can't. You can't keep dancing around this with everyone knowing and the reports out there. Either one way or another. We'll know what the deal is very shortly.
1: So. Well, it would make the weekend game against Norwich very interesting if you know he's still in place. So, for you guys, is that is that a, do you want him still there? I want him still there because if he goes, suddenly there's that renewed That's optimism. If true. he's still there and these rumours are still circulating, you know, it's poisonous game. Yeah, and you know what? I've seen it before when when managers are kind of you know have got the sort of Damocles hovering over their head, and their final game is usually when the fans really turn on them. So right. you know what? If we can go there and get an early goal, and we get the Old Trafford crowd get a bit nasty, <laughs> that could actually Really help us. I mean, we're screwed anyway. Let's be honest. But that would be that would be ideal. <laughs> All right. So, if
0: you're a Canaries fan, let's hope there's no news. And it just continues. But, anyways, uh, that's it for now. And we will talk to you soon. Everybody loves the radio. Nobody loves the
1: video. Like what you hear? Check out thescore.com/counterattack for more soccer goodness. Check us out on Twitter too at rwill and at Event. <laughs>